What's good, guys? This is Press Play. Um, this, the Press is a uh, music-oriented uh, radio show slash podcast. You may know something different about this episode, and that is that um, we are not live. Uh, we got a, a, another event taking our time slot today, so we're doing this pre-recorded. We're doing it old school. We're doing a Mark Marin style. What's good, guys? I'm here with Dalvin. Yo, what's good? I'm, I'm here with Quarry. <laughs> what's going on? Here with Lay. Live and direct from the press office. Uh, Olay is our executive editor. He's finally here. And we got my boy Charlos. Oh, uh, what's good? All right, guys. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. First and foremost, uh, I think we should talk about the obvious. Um, the, the new J. Cole album. KOD. Yeah, Kids on Drugs. Kids Overdosed. So I think we should hand it off to Kari, who just wrote an excellent review on the album yeah, for it. It's the press website and magazine. So, Kari, you've been a... How long have you been a J. Cole fan? Uh, I've been a Cole fan since I want to say... I was about 12, 13, so that was about, Damn. let's say, like 2010. Yeah. 2010, yeah. Best project in your opinion? Um, Best project, including mixtapes, or are we just talking about albums? Yeah, mixtapes. Sure. Mixtapes, yeah. um, personally, I think, and just looking back, I guess, on how it was impacted, I would say Friday Night Lights kind of impacted me more mm-hmm. um, and molded me, but if we're talking about um, just in terms of, like, met, you know, rating the project, Oh shoot! Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely up there with uh, with Born Center twenty fourteen and between KOD. I think KOD is like you said before. Uh, I think it's like his second best, you know. And and to me, I think it's right after Born Center twenty fourteen. It's right there, man. <coughs> yeah. What about it? Do you feel like was uh, resonated? Um, I think it just. And I wrote this in the piece. He, he's he's always been good at taking the climate of everything that's going on and and not even just socially because i know you know politically and and socially you know he's one of the most uh conscious and aware rappers but i think uh he knows that this generation is 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 it's lacking something and i don't i don't exactly know what it is but he addressed it and i think the drug culture tied in with a bunch of the mental health woes that a lot of us face um closeted that we don't really address and to have somebody who's reached the pinnacle of success that he's had and still um, identifies with these same issues really will allow a lot of people to, you know, address them themselves or stop using and depending on substances, whatever they may be, to, you know, try and overcome them or deal with them. Right. Yeah, that was was just a really interesting kind of thing I took away from the project, just kids on drugs, king of drugs, king over, like whatever you want to call it is I was I came in with the general fear is that it was just going to be very preachy depending on the topic right. matter. Right. But then, like, when I listened to it, like, you kind of discussed that. It's kind of parodying, like, the style of, like, SoundCloud rappers. It's sort of, um, there's even, like, a weird part where, of course, he kind of, like, imitates them, but, like, there's almost, like, a weird sadness to it. Like, right. there's, like, a weird undertone. Like, it, he comes off as sympathetic, which right. is something that even older cats in his situation... They they don't exactly, do exactly and they, like, they don't they yeah. don't find the comedy in it because exactly. he and like he said you know I can I remember being eighteen so I remember being in mm-hmm. your shoes and it's like I get it like yeah. ease off and it's like the, the one line that really caught me was like you know the, these uh can we curse or yeah all right uh like it was like these fake ass woke dudes but they broke you're yeah. broke and I got I just signed a, a ten million dollar deal you can't tell me shit if you yeah. was really on like that you find a way to make some money. And right, now you yeah. just preaching to me. I'm 20 years old with 10 million dollars. You was 20 
working at fucking McDonald's. You can't talk to me. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So it's like that. That's really um, to see that, and then see if like you know, if you keep going down this path, you are gonna end up broke, just like the same dude that was preaching yeah, to you. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. And he also kind of, in a way, when I listened to it, it kind of brought back the same vibe that. 444 kind of brought where it's just again like you have like a younger figure there kind of giving his take on the current state of the industry right. the current state mm-hmm. of the genre and it does feel like he has genuine worry it's not this condescending tone which really does turn me off right away right, like, right. just yeah. the fact that it wasn't too like condescending or preachy just made me want to listen to his opinion more where right. it's like yeah. yeah a lot of like it's true a lot of these dudes are probably going to fall off in a weird way, like, what's happening now seems reminiscent of, like, the 80s with just the whole new wave artist then where it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to remember a couple songs or, like, a few songs from them, but you're not going to remember them in the long term. Right, right. They're just going to be, like, yeah. pop hits that might be playing at somebody's wedding or something right, right. Exactly. down the line. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. It's a one-hit wonder era of hip-hop. Exactly. Really. Yeah, I mean, they've always had those one-hit wonders. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. You know, like, Puff Daddy's era and right. all that. And, you know, Soldier Boy and, like, all that like, yeah. crazy, like, early 2000, mid-2000s 2000 stuff. But I mean, like, yeah, what I, what I also love, though, is that, like, you mentioned how it was, like, a parody, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, like, I just love how, like, you know, usually, like, when I think of J. Cole, and I guess this is why, like, you mentioned the preachy or preacher aspect of Cole's, like, work, you know? Yeah. And what I liked about this is that he, instead, he, he didn't, like, go that direction, but he instead tried to, like, make it sound, like, fresh and, like, yeah. you know, almost, like, you know, like more like more of like what what's like trending today, but not completely going there. Yeah, right. I mean? like, like he tried to get into their mentality. It, like you still hear Cole, but right. like it's like you know it's like him just like very very yeah. cleverly making fun of everyone else in the game, yeah. which is very nice. Um, what are some of the essential tracks on the album that you think are like the the best cuts on it? I think ATM. ATM. Yeah, I would say just like ATM in every regard. That opening the the first verse he does on there is like. Great. Yeah, it's probably I, one of the best verses yeah. he's done yeah. in a while. I would say, of course, like ATM motivate Kevin's yeah. heart. Like they all played next to each other, right? That and that moment right in the middle. Kevin's of the album, heart video like, just dropped. If anybody didn't see yeah, you saw it, yeah, 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 man. I was like, I was listening to those like three tracks just in sequence. I'm like, in a way, like 1985 too, but just those three tracks basically kind of encompass the album. For right, me. right, like, right. Listening to that in oh, sequence, yeah. it's just really amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think like, and I've always been. Um, a fan of ballads just from anyone and just like I guess personal stories and like Once an Addict for me is like whoa you know like wow like I can and it's painting a picture where it's so vivid to the point where I'm seeing his mom like shut up you better you know you better hope you don't get your heart broken it's like damn you know what I mean and then like window pane and uh, uh, everything he's talking about on that track it's like how the hell, you know, how are you able to convey that in, in a way, you know, and then fit it in with this whole album because it fits yeah. perfectly. Yeah, I mean, personally, my favorite track is definitely Kevin's Heart. Like, that song is, yeah. that song is really touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. I mean, I think, like, I don't know, like, I mean, I feel like this album, like, a lot of young people today can definitely relate to it because right. I think, you know, we're kind of deceived by the fact that, you know, Substance cause can really yeah. solve your problems. Right. And like, oh, and that, that's something I think a lot of people struggle with today. Yeah. And just kind of listening to this album kind of made me almost like rethink kind of my actions, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Kind of yeah. rethink like, you know, like kind of like, what am I doing to myself? Is this like really, you know, also, like you said, rap kind of glorifies that now. Yeah. Right. Just, right. Oh, you're just not even rap, just pop culture in no, general. Right. In general, yeah. Glorifies yeah. That. Like, oh, yo. Bro, I think it's like, one of the great things about this album that it, it's one of the, like, I don't, I don't want to say it's one of the few, yeah, it's one of the first like really big like rap albums that are like strictly like, 
just ready for a call out to like you know the drug culture, just in pop culture in general. Right. I think which I think is especially relevant, especially because like you know I I I wrote a piece for the magazine about Little Pete's funeral, hmm. and within that I wrote that like I feel like Little Pete's one of the first like casual like drug related you know big casualties of like the SoundCloud trap kind of era right. in terms of the greater picture. Obviously not the very best, right, right, but, right, like, right. And I feel like what. And I'm really glad that someone, especially particularly within the rap community, and you know, and popcorn in general, is finally just straightforward calling that out. Um, so that I hopefully maybe, and I think we're starting to see a, a tie changing more. Do you think there's like this? Do you think um, do you think KOD signals that, uh, maybe a changing tide in the way that rap looks at um, substance abuse? And, you know, yeah. maybe maybe not popcorn in general. I don't know, right. but like in this case, particularly the hip hop community. I mean, I definitely do, I, and I think like I guess to even to further that point. Um, like there are certain artists who albums, certain albums are made for. Like you look at you look at Good Kid, Mad City, right? And it, Kendrick is the only person that could have done that album. Oh, like anybody. Like and you look at this one, I can't think of another rapper. Like if Chance would have tried to do this album, it would have came off as preachy. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like Cole is the only don't guy who could have done this. And I think a lot of rappers are gonna start implementing that into their own music and start saying, okay, how can I convey this message, keep it in my lane and not stray too far, you know, be this overly positive, you know, preachy, you know, don't do drugs, kids, you know, kind of rapper yeah. and keep my essence at the same time. And I think a lot of people are gonna start being a lot more cognizant of what they say. I hope, you know what I mean? Cause I think that was the album's, you know, uh, premise in the first place was to just get people more aware and more conscious of what exactly. of their act, like you said, of their, you know, of what they're doing. It's like, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like an outgrowth of just the bigger conversation and just like how we talk about addiction, like what, like the country's going through, like the worst opioid crisis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like um, worse than even the crack epidemic, which is crazy. And it's affecting basically almost oh, everyone. And now, and now yeah, it's exactly, exactly like, and that's the, the issue. Yeah. Of right, people aren't even like safe from that shit. Which right, is wild, but like even then, like now it's kind of shifted from being this like, oh, it's kind of like there's like a criminal element to it, like it's got to be. Like you have to deal with punishment, law enforcement to yeah. like dealing with it through treatment and empathy, and now the arts actually starting to like reflect that too. Like right. this album is kind of like an outgrowth of that in the sense that he's treating this not with like oh you motherfuckers are whack kind of shit. Like he, he's treating it like oh I get where you're at. Right. Like if I just yeah. <laughs> most of these kids are probably not even out of high school no. yet, which imagine, is the like, sad part. Which like, is being that's really fucked up. Being in high school and like. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I was in high school and I became a millionaire all of a sudden, I'd probably do some stupid shit with that money, too. Like, I'm right. Like, exactly. So it's, it's like, he's not judging them. Like, he's he gets the situation they're at, which is, yeah. it's it's progress. The like album, it's definitely progress. It doesn't, say, it doesn't say, uh, what's it? It doesn't say, like, what was the quote? Dorothy Wall had a great quote, like, less drugs are bad, more recovery is possible, or something like that. And this album kind of like embodies that in some sense. He even says like give them time, which yeah, I think is true. Like I feel like in this entire way, there's probably just gonna be like a few figures who maybe if they go like a different route with their music and everything, and like depending on their image and shit like that, who are gonna be like mainstays. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why I feel like he's just kind of alluding to the fact that like oh, even though this might be a trend, this might be a chapter. Like, hey, these guys are making an impact, and you can't ignore that. Like, no right. matter what you say, but then like, he's acknowledging that too, like, right? He, yeah. But then I look at this impact, right, of how big this this album should have been, right, or, or or should be, and how people should be be taking it. But then you look at Pump's concert, and everybody in there is screaming, 
Fuck J. Cole. Yes. So the same people that he's talking to aren't receiving the message. Well, because yeah, that's the thing. About something. So it's like, who's listening to the whole album? Who's listening to besides ATM? It's not the people who need it. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, exactly. little, it's us. Little, like, you know what I mean? They're going to Right, right. Because he's in, because Little Pump, the 16 year old, he's exactly that. He's like, you know, the 16 year old kid. Who's like, and they're, those are the ones they're going that these you know these younger kids are going to. They're, they're not going to J Cole. The J Cole's for us. J, they're not going to like that. And it's like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd but, be the shame, but like. Yeah, you're right, Lewis. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think we should give up on those kids. Oh, I'm not saying that. No, at all. no, we no, can't. I, That's I the we can't. No. We can't. But here, the thing is, like, yo, obviously, like those dudes, X, J Cole, Takashi, yeah, fuck nine, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know, they they just they're just they like the youth is centered around them right now, you know, and that's what they're drawn to. They're drawn to like, you know, that image basically. Yeah, like, yeah. so like larger than like what fun. I yeah. what I like to believe though is that you know, once you grow, once you stop being a teenager, you don't fuck with that music anymore. Ideally, right. yeah, that's basically right. it. Yeah. You know? that's and the idea. I don't. That's the ideal. I mean, we'll it just. It no, I honestly think that's probably. I think it will happen. Yeah. I think it will too. Yeah, yeah it's, you like, you have, have to grow out of it at yeah. some yeah. point. It just it just a little scary because like you know. Yeah, back when I was a teenager, I, I can't believe. I Yo, was we together. saying that shit like back in my day yeah. already. Like <laughs> at, back when we were kids, at that point, no, I'm saying it. It's just it's a, like pop it's, punk. It's a like, harsh just, reality. Yeah, man. it's harsh. Yeah, like, I was a teenager six years ago. That shit's crazy. To me. But like wow. compared to pop punk, I hate. Like, I know. I got. Carlos is the only teenager in the entire fucking group. Y'all motherfuckers are still. Yeah. Yeah, I checked your fucking head. <laughs> oh shit. But uh but I feel like even like I don't know like yeah, I give the whole like I've mentioned this before like I give the whole like SoundCloud wave a chance. Like I'm just not going to like dismiss it cuz like of course I just yeah. like music in general like Thank wherever you. it's coming from. But there are moments where I do feel old where I'm like this is Kind of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is kind of weird. But it, it's but like that. Nah, day, this is bare music. Right, but I'm not even saying that. Like, like, I, I try not to compare it to that past shit, but I'm like, this isn't. Some of it's like, okay, like, of course, Uzi, Cardi, these are people where I'm like, okay, I fuck with this. Like, right. you guys are better than most of the crowd. Yeah. You're up here, everyone else is like kind of down here. But right. then I listen to like the others, and I'm like, I literally can't discern any of you apart like this right. is too it's kind of like overwhelming right and it, it's almost like that that dog whistle kind of theory where it's like only a select group but like once you reach this age you can't hear it anymore you know exactly. what i mean like it's yeah, like yeah. oh but you're not hearing what they're saying well what are they saying you know <laughs> what i mean like years I, yeah like i and it, and it i guess now that we're getting older we're starting i mean it's for fucking carlos but now that we're getting older it's starting to i guess show true hey, I mean, in I our lives like their songs because they're fire they're fire their rhymes are complete their songs are fire you're from fucking brooklyn you're from fucking coney island right? <laughs> <laughs> so okay why the fuck do you like takashi 69 i don't know i just like that aggressive type of Beats and his no, I feel would like you call him a New York rapper? Would you call him a Brooklyn rapper? Nah, <laughs> I mean he's just a SoundCloud rapper. 
Be honest. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to get like all regional on you, but like, I just like look at Takashi. I'm just like, this dude's a cornball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't even like. He can't spit bars. Every song he makes sounds exactly the also same. Also, rapist. Every single one. Every single one has just like, one word. It's like in capital letters and a period. Like, kuda, yeah. um, goomba. Like Takashi. I X nine I N E. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't mean to get tight, but I see that. <laughs> that was our Takashi roast fest of the uh, part of the show. I just like three of his songs, but those three. Okay, at like, three, it's most of three. the album, I guess you can say. No, I feel like how okay. How about how's a twenty-minute like song, like a twenty-minute album, like album? Like, you know, <laughs> it's an LP. It's an EP. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get that too, because like, if I don't know, like if I could go back to like even like high school, there were definitely like just music I would listen to just because like. That shit just got me hyped. Like that shit was just cool, right. Bro. Like Chief Keef was that for exactly. us. And I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like when Fanino came Keith on at a party. It's like, yo, oh my god! I went to stomp the fucking floor through, yo. Like that was, shit was it's crazy. Like, I was like, like the fact that like this isn't like okay, this isn't like gonna touch me or anything. This isn't like lyrically right. Like, feel me? Like I just like the way. That but shit I and there there was a line um, that was drawn between. <laughs> I knew when to listen to this. And I knew yeah. when to get some. Now that there's no line there, it's just yeah. everything is blurred. So it's now, whenever I'm, whenever I just want to chill out, I'm listening to Lil Pump now. Like for these kids, like I could just be sitting in the car and I put on Lil Pump instead of putting on, yeah. you know what I mean? Something that really like touches me. Yeah, and it's like, why? Why is that? You know what I mean? Why is there no like? Okay, I'm at a party. I listen to this. Um, running. I listen to this. I'm exactly, exercising. Yeah. I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Like, like music the, for moods as opposed to like memories or emotions. Right. So. Right. Like, you knew we were consuming music. It's all about you know. It's that all about emotion. And <laughs> that's why Drake made a playlist, not an album, because it's all about emotion. But it's like I can like even with Drake, it's like there are some. I mean, it's a while ago, but songs where I can like kind of point to like, oh, I might have like a specific memory of this. Like there's right. like a bit of an attachment there, but. Just, yeah, even with a lot of this new shit, it's like, this is just noise. Like, this is legit, yeah. like, white noise. <laughs> like, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, I was like, I mean, I mean, you have, like, an emotional attachment to, like, um, one of those 6 9s Not really, because, like, <laughs> I realized that he's not that good. That yeah. is the only good part about 6 9 is the production, and he's not even in that. It's just producer. Uh, to be honest, it's just fun. <laughs> who are some like newer acts you'd say like who are like even around the same age or come up around the same time as Six Nine? Who you think like you actually like connect to though? Yeah, like, really? that I connect to. Yeah, well, like I'm I've... not rich or like. Oh, I just mean like even like musically on like an emotional level. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't mean like any of that like, lifestyle shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean like you're not walking on a hall with a tiger. I mean like emotionally. Uh, I guess that's the difference because like i don't really connect with them emotionally it's more like oh this is fire i can get lit to this, this is it does does that speak to i mean because you know this art imitates uh reality you know all the yeah. time right and and it's like does that speak to how um, unemotionally connected we are as a society as now younger rappers coming up don't know how to connect to your emotions even sit down and have a conversation I feel like as the past generation. Yeah, Again, I'm yeah. just, I'm about to sound like mad old, but I feel like it has to do a lot with social media. Right, like, right. It's like, oh, there's just so much you're being bombarded with, and right. you literally just can't take the time to meditate on something. Anymore. Right, right. Also, but speaking anymore. about social media and these like rappers of SoundCloud yeah. era, is like, I feel like, but also that also 
increases the connection these kids feel. Then, True, you know? yes, right. It's like, yo, like, you could follow these rappers, really post them. Some of these rappers post on your story like every hour. Yeah. And you actually right. feel like you're a part of their life. You know? yeah, I guess that's, like that's how. <laughs> what? Yeah, that I'm is like... so <laughs> sickening. Like, what? It'd be like they're so prolific that you feel a part of their life. Or like you know, you literally, you literally like on Instagram stories, like you could literally see a rapper's entire day. I mean, you know, Takashi's not. He literally live streamed himself taking his GED, which he failed, by the way. Yeah, I know, but like that's not the point. Oh, but he said he said that he got it. He failed it. Oh, shot Nah, Charlemagne got to get at him, niggas. He told Charlemagne, "Hang bodies nuts, blood." Oh yeah, right. I let my head nuts. No, but like. Yo, oh, that's I funny. Love you like, but oh, like, oh, no, shit. but like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, even Twitter, like, you're no longer rappers. On it's because the whole different, it's like a, it's an extension of the connect. It's like that is the substitute for the emotional connection. Like the emotional connection gotcha. you might have with like, you know, say J Cole, or right, like, right, even right, going, right. Even going, you know, old school, to like a cliche example, like say like Tupac, right. like that connection that you have with the, the music and lyrics is now replaced by oh. I but you can see my them whole on day. Twitter, right. Instagram stories, Snapchat. You know that's what I mean? interesting. I, mean, I get that too because like, if you can like see if you keep up to date with somebody's life on the daily, then it's like, it kind of takes away the mystery of who they are. Exactly. Like yeah. if I consistently see like Lil Pump getting fucked up every single hour, it's like that's oh, entire life. That's <laughs> I all I expect this, to hear from his exactly, music now. Like, oh, I know this guy. This is right. just how he is and shit. But it's like if wow. you, if you kind of like removed that constant feed. Then it becomes more of a mystery. Like that, so, like it keeps you guessing, though. In a sense, they yeah. have to do that then. Exactly, like they have yeah. to, because if they didn't, then their music wouldn't be about, you know what I mean? If they were doing the same music, then it'd be after a while, it'd it just get, it'd exactly. get old, you know? It's like it's not just even music, it's almost like a source of. I know Ricardo mentioned this like the last episode. It's right. almost like these rappers or characters, and it's, it's like entertainment. Right, right, like, right. Straight it's up, wrestling. Like, it, it, like, yeah, wrestling. There's no yeah. different than like even like a mini TV show kind right. of like, oh, look at what they're up to now. And mini shit, reality like, show. Like, yeah. Exactly, yeah. like mini reality shows. It's like shows watching Bravo Network like, yeah. all the time. It's like... <laughs> Real rappers of fucking... <laughs> Let's not get... Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of like the, the aura or like the mystery of like these rappers, I mean, oh. it's funny how like, you know, when they come out, I guess, of the shadows and all that, especially the older guys... And I think that's why we gotta talk about the biggest rapper. Oh <laughs> boy, I know we're going then, baby. My boy Kanye. Boy, so, he's uh, back. The comeback is happening. He's got two albums coming out. Plus, he's producing Nas's upcoming album. Plus, he's producing and Push Your Teeth. Plus, he's producing Push Your Teeth. May twenty fifth. I mean, like whatever we talk about, I'm just, I'm just excited for the music. Yeah, yeah all man. this other shit's just yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. Let's bypass. Yeah, right. 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 I'm just holding on all that. Let's go right to the music. Guys, what are your th- what are you guys anticipating for any of these projects? We'll start with, the, with his his own album first and work our way down. I'm gonna organize this shit. I think um, there we go. Solo projects probably gonna be like it's gonna be good, but it's not gonna be as good as like the kid like his collab with Kid Cudi. Pusha T, um, Nas produced project. I'm really excited for that's mm-hmm. gonna be above the Pusha T project. Mm-hmm. So it's like Kid Cudi collab, then Nas, then Pusha T, and then like his solo comes last. Yeah. Cause like I don't. Like I think he's like he's in that stage of his career where it's like yeah you could still put out good music but it's yeah, not yeah. gonna be the same as like you're just not gonna capture that same feeling like you're in a different stage of life at this point bro I miss the old Kanye that that whole thing <laughs> yeah, I mean 
I'm, I'm like one of those dudes that, Get that like, out there. I'm like, I am like one of those old Kanye heads. Like, old Kanye. I'm like, so basically, I'm pretty confident in this answer that I don't think Kanye has released like an excellent album since Dark Fantasy. I'm like, I agree. I yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been what three albums since? Or yeah, two, and two albums. And that's like yeah. a pretty bad. That's a pretty bad strike. Right. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. And it's it's, it's probably because of, it's that's for like numerous reasons. One is because he's just going insane. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's very sad to see one of the best rappers in the world just lose his mind completely. I mean, I mean, are we not used to it by now, though? But it's also just the fact that, like, I feel like Kanye in general has just gotten, like, I don't want to say he's gotten lazier, but he kind of, it's you know, he's becoming more that kind of like that Dr. Dre presence, like we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, all he does is kind of just, like, Cherry pick what he thinks is hot. Exactly. Puts on an album, but you don't like, really hear, like, Kanye anymore. You know? you right. Hear, like, exactly. and, I, and I think at one point, Kanye was the go-to guy for a feature. At one point, you know what I mean? Like people are like, "Oh, I need, I need a Kanye feature," just yeah. like people need a Kendrick verse now. You know, everybody is is fiending for now. I need a Kendrick verse, and Kanye is the guy. Like you said, I know I gotta go get a Dre beat. I gotta go get a Timberland beat. I gotta go get a Swiss Beats beat. Not now. It was just I gotta go get a Ye beat. And you know, for guys like Travis Scott, for Migos, for all these guys who kind of want to capture that sound, they know who to go to exactly. for his music. Um, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to restore the old, like we keep mentioning the old Kanye in my head, and I can't get past this guy just yelling into a mic. Yeah, you know, uh, like yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think he's. I don't even think he's writing his shit anymore. I think he's just going into the booth and just off the top of his head, <laughs> reading the tweets that he has in his notes <laughs> that haven't been released yet. I mean, like that's what his book on like. Twitter. I mean, you so, know, like, like that's not shocking. Bro, my new album's on Twitter. It's just gonna be a book of tweets, bro. He's just gonna print out his tweets and publish that. No, shit. No, he's not gonna print them. It's gonna be on Twitter. But no, I, I definitely. Oh, you, uh, I mean, to give it, I'm gonna give some credit though. I mean, some Kanye songs within the past, like you know, I mean, he, of course he has some good. Right, songs right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I just, I just wish that he would actually be able to just make like another like Dark Fantasy or another oh, like God. any one of those albums beforehand. You know, I mean, I understand all Kanye albums have like themes. You know. Oh yeah. Or like. But it just it just becomes like looser and looser as you keep going as it keeps coming like you know, up to now really. Like, like use a series of themes to use. Right, you know, right. It's a very like um, abrasive album. It's a very right. abrasive sound. Yeah. It's almost like like noise. I guess I don't even know what to call it. Like Pablo's theme was incomplete. Yeah, it's kind of like it, that was. Yeah, which is horrible. Like that's a horrible like theme for album. <laughs> I was joking, but like that's kind of true. No, but it is. It's an incomplete. No, it it's an yeah. incomplete album. Like he, 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 he finished it. Like what? Like twenty four hours. Is a like rumor. when? When did he stop like updating the album on like Spotify? Like, like yesterday? No. Like version of Pablo. Yeah. I'm pretty sure an update came out like a few weeks ago or something. Serious? Joking? Like two years? No. Yeah. Wait, he updated one of them. Because I remember, like, fucking Fantano did some, like, shit about, like, a, another update to the song. He not did. That long ago. It was probably, like, maybe, like, a month or two ago. Which wow. Is, which is stupid. <laughs> like, honestly, that's... Sh- you gotta leave it alone at this point. I'm sorry, but yeah, Kanye, like it's. Out. I don't even listen to that album anymore, Kanye. Exactly. Like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I really it. don't, man. It's probably one of his, it's one of his lesser albums. But I think it's interesting. But yeah. I think like he's definitely entered that kind of like elder statesman role. Oh uh, yeah, role in like the hip hop world. I'd say like the only other person who's entered that phase is probably Pharrell. Like you right. look at any like of course he's got features with like newer artists. He's kind of like mentoring like a lot of like new wave artists now, but he's not where he's at, he's not at the same level he's at, like, during his nerd days. Right, right, right. right. And I I think that has a lot to do with... Kanye hasn't... And I I don't want to sound... Kanye hasn't reinvented himself the way he should have. And what I mean by, like, 
it, you just take, you know, you take Jay-Z, for, for instance, right, which is his mentor has found ways to reinvent himself as an artist. And outside of music as well, as a businessman, and Kanye has tried to keep the Kanye aggressiveness and abrasiveness in every facet of his life. Yeah. And when you start doing that, you start blurring lines and blending lines, yeah. and you, you step on people's toes whose toes shouldn't be stepped on. You can't, like, do that every day. And yeah. affect your reality. You can't. It's like being yeah. on 4chan every day. Like, right. eventually it's going to fuck you. You're yeah. Gonna lose, Plus, like, I feel like just even for... It's going to fuck you up. Survival's sake, just... Like, you look at... For, like, I think Pharrell is intelligent in what he's doing. Right. Like, I make that comparison because, like, he knows that, like, hey... My sound, whether it's new or old, isn't gonna resonate with and like younger people now. Right. And I think Kanye has to do the same thing where it's like his I'd say like a lot of people who are probably like fourteen, fifteen now probably only know of Kanye because of like all the weird shit he says. Oh, yeah. They probably even haven't they they probably weren't even like yeah. probably didn't listen to like any of like his fucking shit when it released whatever. They haven't yeah. really kept up with his career, his progression. Like it, they yeah. just haven't grown yeah. up with I mean, him. College dropout like, came like, out exactly fourteen years ago. Like exactly, it's exactly. been fourteen like, years. Yeah. They probably it's don't just, know what old, what old Kanye means. Like they probably just know that from the song. Out of and I no, think like, that, he's a meme at this point for them. Right, exactly. right, that's what I mean. right. Like, yeah. Fourteen year old. <laughs> Yo, that's so fucking. Kanye's a fucking meme. Wow. Yeah, man. Yo, that happens to every single rapper. It's just kind of sad case. I mean, DMX was once considered to be like the hardest rapper. Right. And that Rudolph the Red Nose ring. But I think that that has a lot to. I mean, but even like DMX had DMX had had demons you couldn't really control either. You know what I mean? Like drugs kind of ruined his. You know the projection of his career um, for a lot of guys that. And then I would say I guess. Yo, Kanye has stayed way more relevant than like DMX, obviously. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. He's yeah. managed to like fend it off a bit, but he's. De- I feel like with this album, that might be like the final death blow. Not like in a. Ba- I'm just saying, like, it's gonna be a shift from here on out. I don't think we're gonna expect any more releases after this, honestly. No, yeah. Not for a while, anyway. My man's getting old. I mean, all he cares about is releasing really shitty shoes. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's like he's forty three. He's yeah, he's forty three, and he thinks he's a millennial. <laughs> What? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna detract the music real quick to just talk about his fashion or whatever. Like (laughs) I do not understand why any of these kids today like Yeezys, bro. Bro, That's the smartest thing he's ever done. I don't understand the orthopedic shoes at all. Like I mean, like I know you follow this, like do you like Yeah, yeah. Not no. I don't I don't even understand like even you look at the Balenciaga ones, right? And these these huge block sneakers, like why is that cool? That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. the like the sketches were never cool. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't it's get the that. Meme value. I, yo, yeah, I mean, but that, oh, I'll give it, to, I'll give it up to us. We go. So I, I like the Rap Simmons. Like yeah, yeah, cool. and no, I, I think yeah. those are different design. Um, but like people are literally wearing sketches now. Yeah. <laughs> when was that ever cool? Like I don't. It's like, well, it's like buying a Supreme brick. It's the meme value. Yeah, but Supreme has some type of street value too. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, like it's, but it's easy. Like that's right. It. Like it, it's when we're buying the brand. We're not buying it because of its quality now, and that's just with anything. It's just so novelty at this point. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. But I think like either way, like whatever happens with this album, like it, like just hearing that news has made me revisit some of his like older shit, along with just like all the newer shit that's been coming out, and hit. <laughs> No matter what, like he's influential as fuck at this point. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I look at even like newer acts like Brock Hampton and I can like shit is glaring just right. how much oh, yeah. they fucking like. Right. Well they met on a Kanye chat room, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like you hear that like 
just even oh, the way they rap, message. it's like okay, this is like some old Con- old Kanye shit. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's incredible. Like I feel like if he were to actually di- invest, divest away from his own shit and like invest in them, that's just a smarter move for him. Just across the board, really. Yeah, yeah. I'd just like to give a big shout out to Meek Mill right now, who's just been released My from prison. <laughs> shout out to Meek, Meek Mill. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> Big time. That's huge, yeah. man. This is Meek. This is Meek play. Yeah, anyone rallying against? <laughs> to be fair, Meek Mill was in a much different yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah, Shmurda was, was a little more like. Yeah. But I, I got it. I got it for the meme though. Like you know, New York ain't never been the same since it locked up. Bobby like, <laughs> like, yeah. Shmurda was like, that, that hat is still floating in the air somewhere <laughs> in Brooklyn too. So, oh Bobby man. So I remember seeing this shit. It was like, oh, if Bobby Shmurda never went to jail, and like it's like now, it's just a bunch of like futuristic shit. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 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 like it's like, 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 like the year three thousand. Like, you want to cure cancer? <laughs> Yo, but I mean, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna keep extending this because I'm gonna say something. But do it. I gotta, I gotta just say something. Yo, but I mean, I, it was funny because the other day, like some kid like laughed at me for saying that. I think Bobby Shmurda is like a kind of important rapper for New York. And um, yo, why are you showing me that right now? <laughs> yo, what is, what is Wait, Charlie showing uh, everybody? <laughs> we were all visit Bobby Shmurda in prison on May. <laughs> is that a, what? Yo, you what see, I've seen that event. Yo, I'm not going to front. Is that, a, like, is that a Stony Brook thing? Or? No, it's just, oh, oh, oh. it's just been floating around. Okay, guys, what? guys, there's a Facebook event Bad called We joining. All Visit Bobby Shmurda in Prison. Eight point four thousand people Yo, are interested in going. Clinton yeah, is like six hours away from here. Clinton is like near <laughs> Buffalo, damn near. Like that's damn. Yo, but yeah, but yeah, obviously they play Petro. mobile. Don't even press uh, coverage of that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I also cover that. <laughs> we all we have Bobby Schmurda. Like, yeah. Yo, man, I hope you're doing well. But now, nah, like for real though, like yeah, some kid laughed. Some some girl, some kid laughed at me the other day because I said that. Oh, Bobby Schmurda is like actually a pretty like very influential rapper. Yeah. Think about it. And like I understand, okay, yeah, okay, hold up. I, I gotta clarify. I, I we all know that Bobby Schmurda is copying like Chicago swag and all that. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But like, yo, like ever since Bob, once Bobby hit the scene, everybody in Brooklyn followed. Like, yeah. all, like, all, like I don't know if you guys saw like Flotastic and all that, or like you know, like what was it like you know it's like twenty two Gs and like all these dudes like yeah. they it's all like rising tides raise all ships. Yeah, kind of thing. like he, the him being successful, whether or not like he kind of like ripped even a bit on like the style of another city. It's beneficial. It brought the things. street back to Brooklyn music. Yes. You know what I mean? And yes. it and, and it was at a time when it was it was needed, like in dire need, because it's Brooklyn sound shifted so much. You know what I mean? In New York, just New York sound, period. You know, and then having somebody who was really and you know, unfortunately rapping about his real life, but you know, things that he went through, it was like, okay, here we go. We have the kind of DMX kind of and not not to compare him at all, but it just brought that feeling Hard of aggressiveness part. back yeah. and now Hard. yeah like regardless of like even just like the influence of production like there's that authenticity from the region that's there. right like, it's just you can't remove that right that. yeah and right now like i mean like you know it's funny because like i mean some people really disagree with me on this but like i love like um jay Critch. i can't even lie like in terms of like, like looking at like brooklyn rappers and stuff like that i mean Signed it. <laughs> Signed up, you know. <laughs> like, that kid, dude. Like, I mean, like, it's funny because, like, I mean, yeah, same thing. People told me, like, nah, you're bugging. That kid's trash. And I'm just like, I, I, can't, I can kind of see, like, why people don't like him. Because, yeah, 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 I understand, like, okay, he's, he's kind of, like, on that Rich the Kids crew, Rich Forever's crew, whatever. Yeah. So, it's like, is he really, like, a New York rapper? But I don't know, man. That kid can spit bars, yo. I mean, that's the thing. That's what, that's what I think makes you, like, a New York rapper. Like, if you, 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 if you could spit bars. Exactly. And, like, actually could, like, grime and not just making, just not, not just keep dropping hooks and hooks and hooks. I mean, 
obviously they're probably there are a lot of probably better rappers than Jay Critch in New York. Yeah. But like just yeah. right now I feel like he's I feel like he's gonna have a good year this year. I don't know. That's a personal feeling about no, it. No, I definitely agree with that. Like just all the coverage he's been getting, it's it's wild. Like I I need him to release like another solo project where he's actually just like I don't like he's really on his shit. That's I think after that it's like so, uh, question, and who who do we feel is the best, or you guys individually feel is the best New York rapper right now? Wiki, off top. Off top. That's easy. That's a good question. Um, okay. Yeah, in the, in the, since, let's say, 2014, who has been the best New York rapper? Just just so we have, like, an idea of, because I, I, I think I have one, but I just want to hear you guys' answer. Wiki, now. off top. Still for me. Okay. It was a very brief, brief kind of, not even minute, like second where I would have said Young and May, but I would say like Bobby Shmurda, honestly. Mm. Like where I thought like, okay, like she, yeah, she of course had that like, oh, like fucking like Song of the Summer vibe right. going on where it's like, oh, is it going to last? And unfortunately it kind of didn't, unfortunately right. it didn't really live up to expectations, but like I just thought to myself like, oh shit, there's like an inkling of something here that okay. could be expanded on. Anybody else? Are you gonna say Takashi six nine, bro? God, if you, bro. Say, nah. if you nah. say that, I'm gonna rip your windpipe. Nah, so nah, choose nah, carefully. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna say Biggie. <laughs> well, uh, huh? you said 2014. Yeah, yeah. We said 2014. Bro. Bro. It's so basic. <laughs> I'm not even. I don't know. Um, I don't. Yo, didn't you go to school with Joey Badass, bro? <laughs> no, but it's not like. Oh, Joey Badass is definitely. That's that's what I. That was my. That was my answer, and I think just because. Joey has consistently and, and whatever, oh, you really? know, yeah, like consistently has and hasn't gotten the credit for it. You know what I mean? Because everybody mentions New York rappers and just like that's why I yeah, wanted everybody yeah. to answer. And I'm like, shit, damn, Joey hasn't. Nah. And I guess that just shows. That's because like, again, like he's constantly over. Like I associate Joey usually more with just kind of like, um, I don't know, acts like Flatbush Zombies and like underachievers and right. shit. And those just get over like overshadowed, overshadowed by yeah. ASAP cuz there's no solidified best New York rapper anymore yeah. and at one time we always had one yeah, at true. any given time we've yeah, always had it was Jay it was uh, whoever Cameron. Nas Cam Cameron Cool G even if you go back to Rock Kim and you, you know what I mean like you go back uh, all Allen. the way back you know Big Daddy Kane so it's like now to see that like you go to the you go to the west I can Word. Kendrick, I go to Kendrick so right there. Right. I go to the South for a long time. It was Lil Wayne for the longest time. Yeah. Chicago, so, yeah, exactly. You go to Kanye, you go to Common, you go to who, Lupe, whoever. There's nobody that I can pick out and be like, oh, Davies, eh, hit or miss. Joey, eh, hit or miss. It's like fuck, we don't have anybody who's solidified, and that's. I think it's because I, I was talking about this with like my boss last year about New York rap, and like. We were talking about how, like, yo, it's so sad how, like, a lot of New York rappers, they kind of start out and they want to be, like, New York, right. right? And then they kind of start being like, oh, man, I can't spit New York rap if I want to go mainstream. Right. I remember, so, like, like um, it's kind of so depressing. Like, it was, like, an article about, design, like, it was specifically covering how it was his designer and, like, his comparisons, like, future. Like, just the, like, the whole cadence, the whole flow, right, right. everything about his sound. And then it kind of expanded just on that topic where... If you want to make it big, mostly because like the southern sound is hot, you better pick up on that southern yeah. sound regardless of where you're from, which is like it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. yeah. Because it's like if if you didn't come in, you know, circa 2010, 2011 with you know a solidified sound, and you came in afterwards, <laughs> it just seemed like 
you just got fi- you got fizzled out. You know, because it's okay, like I take Crit, Kendrick, Cole, Big Sean all came in and their sounds haven't been touched since and still were able to go mainstream and succeed. Yeah. And then you look afterwards, anybody who tried to have a certain sound that came at came out uh, after them yeah. have all changed. Have like all you, had to change yeah. or they haven't made it as big as they want to. Like you dig through their earlier work and you think like, Oh man, this is this is raw and then you like as time goes on, another mixtape comes out, right. another project's like, Oh man. They're really, they're really hopping on that wave. Yeah. They really have no, ch- it's like they have no choice in a right. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like New York rap, right? Um, I don't know, man. Like it's like it's kind of weird. Like when you're like kind of been following it, especially like on a local level too. Yeah, but, like yeah. you know, I don't even know how long. Like maybe eight, five years, and just like you meet, you see all these dudes come up. Like oh, we never seen Joy Badass come up and Flapper Zombies come up, right. and I was so hyped, man. And you're like, oh man, it's like, back, it's back, like, yeah, scoop, right, peace right. Coast, peace Coast, peace Coast. Like you get mad hype, and now it's like, it always becomes a no niche one cares about Flapper too, yeah. Zombies anymore. Yeah, you know? it's man. like, yeah. But then again, it's like, I don't know. I mean, like. I I really believed in Joey Badass. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I think he's like, got I something. I really like... did. I really thought. I mean, of course you did, because you went to his high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> came out with de- devastation. And I was like, okay. Yo, get on mic. Oh, devastated. Right? <laughs> he came out with devastation, and then I was like, oh, if he keeps releasing stuff like this, then of course he's gonna go really. He's gonna get really big. But then he released um his album, and it was like. Sort of like a message, and it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not gonna connect. Yeah, if I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say it's definitely not like a turn up album. That's for sure. Like, I mean, Joey, I but Joey never made like turn up music though. Exactly. Like, even, I mean, yeah, exactly. my whole problem with like all American bass was it didn't sound like. I'm. I really like Joey's like boom bap kind of sound. Yeah, like know? I fucked like, with 1999. 1999 yeah. on Summer yeah, Nights. Still. Um, before the Before the money, like I was. I love that album. Yeah. Man. Like mm-hmm. Like Me, incredible song. That whole album, I mean, expe- except for that one song, like, Show Me How to Dance, or whatever. That song's trash, bro. <laughs> that was, like, the worst. I, I know the record label was behind all that, and that was a horrible, horrible decision to put him with, like, um, whatever that Australian singer is. But still, like, I mean, I really was hoping Joy was going to make, like, a crazy, just to keep that boom bath alive. I think it's sad, because, like, yeah, I, I, honestly, I've been getting really back into, like, lo-fi boom bath recently, like, you know, and just trying to find all these dudes that, like, are still spitting like that, and, like, it's wonderful to find them, but then you learn that you're probably never going to get back on top, or they're not going to get the coverage they need. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think? What do you think it takes for just, even just wider audiences to just kind of accept that sound? Like, does the South have to die down? Because it doesn't look like it's going to. Yo, I mean, I'm, anytime I'm, soon. Like, I'm going to sound negative, but that sounds a niche sound. That's all I'm going to say. Like, yeah. What's you, that? The South? No, I'm talking about like, to oh, get boom right, back, right, right, like right. back and yeah. like yeah. it's never gonna come back, yo. I, no. I honestly think it's never gonna come back. Not at least it not could, a mainstream way. It could come yeah. back if you make it like fresh and new. It's like psychedelic rock. You know what I mean? It's it's exactly Actually, yeah, that's right. a very good way to put it. Yeah. It's like psychedelic rock. It's like bro, like you like it, but it's, it's, it's not like it's not gonna go mainstream. And I think anymore. we have to look at how long boom bap rap really lived. You know, like I, I you think you think from. Let's just say eighty-five to two thousand six. It's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel 20, like, it's twenty-one years. Yeah, like, that's a lot. And, and look at how long tra- trap music's only been around. I don't even want to say trap, but mumble rap's been around for three years, maybe. Like, Four, mid, yeah, mid aughts. Well, so mid two hundred tens, like very, very. It's, I think twenty twelve ish. Yeah, no, I would say even like 2014, 2015. No, I think the early seedlings of it were. Like, well, yeah, but I'm saying when it really no, made its really impact started, and it kind of took over. Yeah, I don't know. 
you know, like it's like I, I mean, like yeah, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, that like, it yeah, really yeah. made a huge <laughs> splash. So to think that we have another twenty years of mumble rap is scary. Yeah. But I mean, given the climate of rap, it's Can like you imagine little pump at forty. Like he still um, got his tattooed. In, but see, then then I then I'll say this though, and I, that's exactly what Cole said. It's like that shit is gonna fizzle out at some point, oh, and yeah, the yeah. artist is gonna. I, I wouldn't say the art, the the music. But the artist and whoever is doing because it's a, it's a young man's game. That type of rap, you have to be young to be able to do it. So once you hit 25, 26, it's like, it's a 17-year-old. I don't want you anymore. You don't have that image. And that's what's, you know, what separates the great artists from those who are just here for the moment. But it's even crazy to think about, like, you have, you legit have, like, 13, 14-year-olds getting into the game. It's like, they're just, Not them aging, it's like, oh. Even once they hit their twenties, they might still resonate with all like the younger Gen Z kids mm-hmm. coming up now, which is like, it's, like it's yeah. weird. It's, it's yeah, really weird. Like, wow, man. Like, we're, now the, we're, now the, we're now the old heads, kind of like we're now like old head. Like shit's really fucked. I personally think that like you know what defines something that's like cool is like it, it's always constantly refreshing. And I think I, I think you know, honestly, yeah, like I don't think I don't think mumble rap is gonna even stay around that much. Long. I mean. I don't. I, I think five years. Tops. That's what I was. Yeah, yeah that's my guess. That. Five years. The new, thing come, the new thing will come along. This shit feels like a jail sentence, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we it's got like five years left. We could like okay. pull it through. We uh, can stick to it. Like, can I get you guys thoughts on something for a second? Yeah. I was talking to talking to Geo from the Independent. Shout out to Geo. Yeah. She made a good. She made an interesting point. She was saying like, her it's like, it's gonna go kind of like full circle. Like we have like this mumble rap thing now, and then like she's thinking like, maybe, who knows? Like potentially the next big thing could be like this weird revivalist period. We're like in rap, you know, kind of like how rock you have, like you know, like, rev- like goth revival or like all these kind of like. So, do you think that could happen to rap or not? Potentially, I think, I think it's happening right now, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, like it's even just taking like the only difference is just production wise. Right. I feel like a big reason that like just mumble rap is taking off as opposed to like that boom bap hasn't taken off is just that the production in boom bap it's very very simplistic. Like, not yeah. saying it's bad, but it's like oh, you have a sample, you have a beat. Like, it's very right, simplistic. Right, when right. Rap the same way. But even with trap, it's like. Okay, nah. you look like you look at some like but drill cheap. It, it, it's about like, the vibe, movie. yeah. Exactly, like, like the like you have like these horror movie right. samples. You have all like heavy, like really aggressive, distortive sound, distorted sound that you but kind like, of carry. And over. I think with boom bap, for if you're not telling a story, it all starts to sound the same. A exactly. lot like mumble rap. So exactly, it's like yeah. I'm not getting, I'm getting the same vibe I'm getting from boom bap unless somebody's really saying some like. You look at um cannabis, lyrical miracle, like you know what I mean. Like you look at something like that, and then you. Look at a Nas, and you see why Nas. Okay, he's painting a picture. I can see it. He stands I, I can, out because he just that's what he's saying. Right, he's and good. that separates artists from lyricists. Right, and then so like a lot of lyricists don't last because they're not great artists. They don't make great songs. They don't know how to translate into that lane. So that's why that's kind of why Boom Bap and Boom Bap doesn't put you on a stage to get hype. Yeah. You know, the mumble rap shit is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you it's play like, it anywhere like, and you start, the, yeah. the you know? Brooklyn XX and like, you know, Look At Me came on, everyone got like all like hyped all of a sudden. Was that a Stony Brooklyn? That shit, no, that, that, that track Brooklyn. though? Oh, that was it. When oh, that, that shit come on? Yeah, my Dude. At any concert, you get mosh pit. Oh my God. Exactly. But um, going back to like, this, what, what I think is going to be a revival of like, you know, boom bap. Well, like, I mean more like a me, and like the way, I mean, I don't mean like in Jimmy more so like in the way, will it be the next big, will that be the next big I think it can because how I look at this this um this scene right now yeah. the, the, the the weird like lo-fi boom bap scene is it's very much fueled by like sort of like the hipster culture 
Exactly. Yeah, 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 like, but, like, right. but like, I don't want to call it hipster. I mean, I guess like that. You know, the, what, what's a good word? You're, you're like the, the art, the art people. Right. Right. The alternative, alternative crowd. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, I see, you know, it's like I go to these shows and I see these kids and like, I mean, they're definitely like. I feel like it's definitely gonna. It just gonna. It's gonna take some time. But like, once that becomes like, cool. In a sense, like I think that then it will go mainstream. I mean, like, look, I mean, yeah. I think Rock Hand was like a good example of that yeah. image. There was a point where that was alternative. There was a point where Odd Future was like alternative, right? Extremely, like, 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 and didn't fit in. You know, exactly. it didn't yeah. fit in at all. Like people were like, "Oh, Tyler's a weirdo," and I'm tired of these weirdo and rappers. Like, and oh now it's God, like, now, yeah, like, now, now he's the standard. Earl and Frank, oldest dude, right? Now they're the big. Now they're the top. Yeah, leopard hair. But it just kind of shows you the way they were able to foreshadow what was to come. You know what I mean? And that's what makes them such great artists where they're able to push the envelope so much to the point where then they become the norm. You know what I mean? Where the weirdos just become... Like, Kendrick was considered a weirdo at one point. You know, like his high power days, it was like, oh, he's a... And me called him a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired of these weirdo dudes and now Kendrick's on top of the world. So, you know. There's a difference between a rapper and an, and like an, an artist, I said. Yeah, huge difference. Huge difference. I think a lot of the, like... I, mean, I don't want to keep like shitting on like SoundCloud, right? Right. But no, like, most of them don't consider themselves even rap. like they say it in interviews. No, I'm, a, I'm just an, I'm I'm an artist. A, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I don't I'm know. A, like, a rock star. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I like. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm not gonna say that, but yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> From yeah, my point you up with Odd Future, I, I think they like foreshadowed the alternative type of rap. Music. Oh, I completely agree with that. Yeah, because like you have groups like Brockhampton that sort of like yeah. kind of. Yeah. I mean, Brockham is it's college art. It's a college odd future. It is. It's the college of like, like think about it. Like odd future is like the high school, like the weird high school kids. Odd future is that weird high school kid going to like art school. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Weird, like Kevin Abstract, you can easily put in that same context. Yeah, I mean, Brockhampton's Brock- at RISD right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like they're, <laughs> they're fucking RISD. Yeah, I think like Brockhampton's probably like. I don't know, like we pointed like we pointed them a lot, but it's like in a way they're <laughs> like they're probably like a perfect example of just what can happen when you let kind of like a generation that kind of was raised with the internet kind of grow and see what music because like when I listen to Brockhampton, like yeah, I hear Kanye. I hear I hear like even I hear Outcast in that shit. Oh, like, if you listen to like er, like even just the beginning of like Saturation Two, mm-hmm. I'm like Oh, this is the vibes are just right. too strong, and I also hear. Um, I hear a lot of pop. Of course, shit. I hear like odd future vibes. Like I hear like odd future vibes. It's very clear what they're doing. It's like right. these are people who like yeah, they grew up on this certain sort of music because they're younger. But hey, they were open to like this kind of music because they yeah. probably did browse the internet. They probably did look into discographies. Like they probably did care. Well, they didn't meet till later. Them. Also, like they just they were like literally working exactly, through the yeah. internet. They're the first. They're exactly, they really yeah. are the first internet made. You know, oh, probably not the first. But well, like, not yeah, the they're, first, they're but like, the first major, huge, like internet-made, like exactly. It's act. just about like with collaboration with each other. Like they, in a way, you think like, oh, with the internet, just the way how open things are, like uniformity wouldn't be the norm. But now it's like, right. oh, you look at like SoundCloud. It's like everyone's the same. Like, <laughs> uniformity is like it's the standard if you want to get big. Yeah. But like with them, it's like, oh, this is this is the best case scenario of what could happen. Which I I hope that happens more like. If they can if they can break through, like who knows at this point really. Yeah. yeah. Guys, you got anything else? I think 
I think um, I think I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, I'm pretty. You know, guys, we had a pretty good uh, podcast today, nice guys. Nice toasty you know? episode of Press Play and <laughs> Press Office, man. Press Play and Press Office. Let's be on SoundCloud pretty soon. Um, if you want to know, mo- if you'd like to know more about uh, the press and dapper staff of editors and podcast hosts, please check out the the Stunberg Press meetings on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. in the SAC 307K. In yeah. the media wing, editors meetings the same day at 7 o'clock. Pick up our issues floating on campus or go to our website, sbpress.com, to read our... Follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, at Louis J underscore Maroney. Um, you know, we got this guy on, at Dalvin and Hobbs. We got that guy, Carlos, or whatever he's on. Late Takanashi is just his name. And then, uh, yeah. You know, guys, um, any shout-outs you want to make? And other than that, Girls from that concludes another sexy episode of uh, Press oh, wait, Play. I saw that shit that you shit. Stay Gucci, <laughs> stay Gucci, Gucci.